0: you talk to me like i'm a mutant (laughs) yeah hey good morning welcome to the stochastic.com nba strategy show six game wednesday slate midway through the week i should just do the radio voice josh how about that we'll go straight radio today
1: isn't that what you were just doing
0: yeah i mean no that's that's tamped down we could go heavy radio
1: okay old school style
0: old school yeah you know serious
1: serious style
0: no like old school style
1: that's fine i don't want to be your co-host then if it's serious um, style like like uh
0: like the swap shop from howard stern
1: fair enough you know what i'm talking about i do (laughs) hello ladies
0: and gentlemen good morning and welcome into the swap shop it's a beautiful day 65 and sunny outside yeah who's getting ready to swap that type of stuff like that's tough, man. You know what? There's still people out there that do that. Like once, once in a while, I will come across videos or, or you know, like podcasts and stuff, uh, kind of like obscure things or whatever, or sports betting and and stuff, and they still have that. Like they still have the same voice and cadence, like they're back in the early '90s. It's because that's there, and it's it's all older people, right? But they. Yeah. There's no way to break. Once you're there, like you're not breaking out of that. There's no, that's what you, that's all you know.
1: Yeah. It's, it is so weird that it like happened and became like a universal sound. Like everybody knows what it is.
0: But could you imagine trying to listen to something like that today? Seriously, you, you would turn it off immediately. Even if the content was good, you'd immediately turn it off. It doesn't work.
1: Yeah. That you would have to find out that that person just talks like that.
0: But even even if they did, it might be a problem.
1: Sure, but at least I could tolerate it if it was just like that. That guy's not trying. He did that like you run into him on the streets, and that's how this man speaks.
0: Yeah, right, right. That's just who he is. Which, like, back back in the eighties and nineties, would have made him would have made him really popular. Now it works against him.
1: It really does. Anyway.
0: How you feeling, man?
1: Eh, tired. I was up a little later than I wanted to be last night. Doing what? Uh watching some basketball, crying to the Jon Stewart video about his dog dying, which was really tough to watch. Um I watched uh Neil and Adam last night on their pod. And then all of a sudden it was just like eleven o'clock, and I was like, "Oh shit, I get up soon."
0: All right. Well, you'll get into the swing of things. You'll get in. Into- We're
1: good. I, hey, look, locks out for ages.
0: Happy to have you guys with us. Hey, if you haven't done so yet, take a single second atone to for your sins here on a Wednesday morning and hit that thumbs up. I mean, like that's a straight radio bit, but I yeah. do it. I do it as a in jest. You know what I mean? Tone for your sins and hit that thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel and, as always, leave us a comment down below. We enjoy reading and responding to all of them. And if you would like, listen to all of our content with a shelf life in podcast form. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is. In all seriousness, though, you can find everything in podcast and uh, hit the thumbs up. Leave us some comments. Subscribe to the channel. Help us get to 100K. Appreciate you guys. So, yeah, we got six games today. Handful of teams on second of back-to-backs, too, Josh. You got the Mavs on a back-to-back, Pels, Timberwolves, Cavs, and Bulls. Uh, So... Here we are. Six games. We are here. We do have the 10 p.m. game on here. Couldn't really chop that off.
1: Now we have the 100,000 entry contest again today.
0: The $4. Yeah. A lot of those lately. Yeah. You're not a huge fan.
1: Nope. <clears throat> no. Too many Talk people, too many entries. It.
0: Talk about it anyway. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. It's not like I'm not going to play it.
0: Yeah. No, I hear you. I mean, I suppose we can dive right into this one.
1: I wish it were eight dollars and half the people. <laughs> eight
0: would be pretty cool, actually, huh? Eight would be a nice nice spot. I, I there's really no like we've talked about it before, but I'm not quite sure why it's just like the 15 and then like the five, 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 and then they just give nobody else anything.
1: Even if this were a five dollar contest and you were able to chop out, you know, like another. Fifteen thousand entries or whatever the equivalent would be like that would be helpful
0: or take the six dollar that's always a small prize pool but you can max enter and just make it this
1: i don't know i don't know what the plan is never do no definitely never do
0: anyway a lot to get into so we'll make it happen uh first up dallas and toronto so da- Dallas two and a half point favorites against Toronto 237 and a half point total. Like I mentioned, Dallas playing their second of a back-to-back today. Uh, the Toronto Raptors. This was a team that you and I talked about extensively over the past couple of weeks, probably month. they just, they've been terrible playing better. lately. little three game win streak right now for Toronto. And while they're still coughing up a ton of points, they've been putting them up as well. Hunter, I found this interesting uh, coming out, Of the All-Star break, 121-plus points scored in all three games. Who knows? Maybe they figured something out. Maybe this is just noise and variance. But uh, only a a two-and-a-half-point spread today for Dallas on the road.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting spot. I don't like much from Dallas. Um, I think Luka does stand out after a monster day where, surprise, surprise, I didn't have the high score at all for uh yesterday's slate. So immediately had no chance. He went nuts once again as he does. 12K. 87 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great stuff. 12K today point guard only. Looks really good the balance between getting to him and Jokic or Jokic is the real big piece of today's slate. We have Luca sitting at 12K. We have Jokic at eleven seven. 7 We do have some other center talent that is interesting, whether you say that's DeMontis Sabonis at ten three, AD at 9,800, or perhaps Andre Drummond as one of the more popular plays today. We shall see. I love getting to Luca if I can here. I, I think he looks really good in this spot against Toronto. Their defense has been dreadful, and I believe it's his birthday today.
0: Is that right?
1: Allegedly. There it is sean v with his nonsense
0: <laughs> look at that you guys are are working i got told it on today. the
1: process show it's not like i knew this
0: <laughs> all right einsteinium said josh is probably gonna play luca tonight and he's gonna be awful that's how dfs works certainly feels that way doesn't
1: it for me yeah it certainly does
0: <laughs> it definitely does. feels that way it's a good spot though man in toronto like i said yeah, they've been, they've been for like out of the break, they've been good. Matter of fact, each of their last four games, you've seen them racking up a ton of points. They've also just been decimated defense, like they've been crushed by opponents defensively, too. So yeah. it's objectively a good spot for Dallas. It's a 237 and a half total. I'm not really sure what there is to discount about Luka. I mean, obviously, there's no discount on the price, but I mean, honestly, the only other question now. And and you can speak to this further. The only other question now is it's a second of a back-to-back. But, you know, the last time he played the second leg of a back-to-back, he played 43 minutes against Brooklyn.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I only gave him 37. He's certainly live for 40 if he wants him. We have him in for 38. Like, anything north of 37 is very, very, very viable. So... I want to get there. There's certainly going to be enough salary out there. Norm Powell is providing a lot of extra value. I think Andre Drummond is doing the same thing. So it should be pretty easy to get to Luca. But the the ownership between Luca and um and Jokic will be a very interesting dynamic.
0: Yeah. Jokic against Sacramento at home, 230 total here. That'll be playing more
1: minutes as of late, too. They're starting to like ramp up for the playoffs.
0: Also, data team was fixing something with ownership. Rich said it'll be up in five minutes. So we can we can revisit this as a matter of fact once we get that Jokic and Doncic initial run of ownership.
1: In the least surprising thing in the history of the world, uh, you and I both put those messages into different channels to deal with projections, and I don't know which one belongs to what any longer.
0: Which one did you put it in? Oh, data team, probably.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Data team projections? I don't know, man. There's like four of them.
0: Okay. Well, either way, we, we put them <laughs> yeah. in there. We're yeah. good to go. We'll get that up in a few minutes. And uh, yeah. How much, Luca did you have yesterday?
1: Uh, zero. All right. I mean... Just enough to have no chance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, Dante Axum, by the way, good chance of playing today. So mm. not to say that that affects Luka Doncic or anything, but... Like, what is, what does the rest of Dallas look like in this instance? Because Irving's 9,300 right now in DraftKings. He's not exactly yeah. cheap.
1: No, like he's the only other guy that I think looks like someone you would try to get in your lineups on purpose. But at 9,300, like you're you're not really stoked about that price tag. I find like Maxi Kleba to be, you know, off to want to get to, but he's 3,600. Maybe you grab that value because he's power forward eligible. Josh Green is sitting there at 4,300. These are like ancillary value options for the day. Daniel Gafford only played in the first half and they benched him. He played like six minutes. I don't know where they're going there, but great job doing that and trading a first round pick for it. For all the people that thought that was a winner. Nope. (laughs) Try again. Uh, PJ Washington, though, picking up a lot of extra minutes. I got him in for 32. He's power forward center eligible. 5,800 doesn't grade out as like a great play. He's like a point eight fantasy point per minute guy, but Certainly, the minutes will be there. And on a six game slate, you kind of open your eyes up a little wider on a day like today.
0: I almost had to just turn off the underdog notifications altogether last night. I got 15 Josh Green notifications in the span of two minutes. It's trying to go to sleep. I was like,
1: is he, does he keep getting hurt or is this like a bug? That's what I'm saying. I swear there were, I was like, seven oh no, events. Josh Green to the locker room. And they're like, immediately, it was just like Josh Green's back on the bench. So I was like, oh, okay. And then uh, five minutes later, it was like Josh Green to the locker room for his elbow. Yeah. I was like, okay, maybe well, maybe you realize it's bad. And I was like, nobody's nope, back again immediately.
0: It was Josh Green to the locker room, Josh Green to the bench, Josh Green's back in the game, Josh Green's back in the locker room, Josh Green's back on the bench, Josh Green's back in the game.
1: I have it, was, it, right, uh, I have it right here. Four tweets from – the first one was – nope, wait, one, two, three, four. There's five of them. Yeah, there's five of them. The first one happened at 826 – the fifth tweet happened at 851. That was when he finally got back to the bench again. But I f- the first two were immediate. 826 headed to the locker room. 827, he's back to the game.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh I mean, I assume he plays today. I don't know. But no idea. We'll see. These back to backs yeah, are tricky. We talked about We, it we about- have a
1: lot of teams that have no injury report or anything today. So it's kind exactly. of exactly
0: we talked about yeah. it with uh cam thomas yesterday it's tricky you just have no idea when these guys are in and out of games the night before it doesn't we don't know but uh on the toronto side scotty barnes is another guy could have used on
1: on monday back to back days of the two highest scores
0: yeah both of them facing off each other against each other just to just to rub your face in the dirt at this point
1: oh yeah well now i'll get to both of those idiots and they'll have floor games yeah
0: (laughs) but yeah no barnes what, 9,200 right now? Yeah. The, the the interesting thing about this team is that there's no... I mean, obviously, Barnes is significantly better night in and night out than anybody else. But then yeah. you've just got, like, the Emmanuel Quickly and the R.J. Barrett from day to day. And you have no... Emmanuel Quickly is, is one of the most frustrating players out there. He's played really well coming out of the break. But then he can also just go out there when I get, you know, well over the field on him and put up 15 fantasy points. Like, I... I'm not sure. Seriously, I'm not sure I've ever gotten the manual quickly accurate on a single slate. I'm really not sure.
1: It, I definitely haven't been getting him right since he came to Toronto. But uh, whether I couldn't get
0: him right with New York either.
1: The, the the Toronto side of this one looks good. We do have a giant Q tag hanging here. Jakob Pertl got injured yeah, last big. time out, and if he doesn't play, like we're gonna have a very very firm look at Kelly Olinick, uh, assuming quickly is or assuming Pertl is in though. Quickly, Pirtle, Barrett, and Barnes. I have us all basically the same play. Um, I did take RJ Barrett's under on prize picks. We did pick up a dub on prize picks yesterday. So shout out to the sponsor of the show for that one. Um, Like, if you look at Scotty Barnes, it's pretty hard to want to go to Kyrie when you can grab forward eligibility as well at a comparable price tag. Barrett just, you know, you're going to be in that fantasy point per minute type range. Guard forward 6,800. Quickly, still sitting there at seven. Yaka this seems like a pretty good spot against Derek Lively and what appears to be no other real centers. I don't want much else from Toronto, but I think those four guys in particular, I don't want to say they look like priorities, but they're like above average plays.
0: Olenek, 1.21 drafting points per minute since he joined the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Now, I mean, granted... Plenty of that's coming with, you know, some of these guys on the bench. But even at that price point, in the event that Jakob Pertle sits, Kelly O'Linick has to be somebody that that ends up becoming a very, very good play today, for sure. Yeah,
1: I, I don't really see any way around it. Just like generically giving him a projection right now. I can get him up to like 5.8x his salary. Yeah. And that's without thinking about this, without trying to figure out who else is there. The other guy that we could have. Actually, have to have a conversation about Chris Boucher's 3,600
0: hasn't played in a few games,
1: no. But if we get no Jakob Pertle, I wonder if we end up getting Chris Boucher back playing backup center run. You know, could he get 18 yeah, minutes that, at that, that price young's tag? Gone. Yep, so the only problem here, like, and he's got the power forward eligibility, so it's not like he's just center. Could be something we have to pay attention to later.
0: Look, if, if, you were, if you're thinking, hey, maybe he could get 17 minutes at 3,600, that doesn't look bad for Boucher. Because remember, Thad yeah. Young was starting these games when Perto was out before. Yeah. You know, so if, if Olenek starts, what, what do we look at? Does Chris Boucher – now, it's also possible that Chris Boucher just doesn't play.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Just somebody to keep an eye on if we end up getting that portal news.
0: I agree. Yeah, I mean, if that's the case, is uh, what about Jonte Porter? I think he's out.
1: I don't think so. He's with the okay. Let me let me be more specific. He's with the G League team right now.
0: Is he? He's he is with the G League team.
1: Yeah. Okay. So in theory, he could be there, uh, but we don't yeah. have that information yet.
0: Well, here's what I'm getting at. Now, they've done some weird things. I mean, when you're starting Thad Young, who's clearly not a traditional five at center, then, you you know, anything's possible. But if Porter's still in the G League today and Olenek gets a start and Pirtle's out, then, yeah, it's definitely possible that Boucher ends up getting run.
1: I think you probably have to get somewhere in the neighborhood of that 20, like all 48 minutes for the two of them.
0: Well, if that's the case, then Boucher... But, like,
1: in a way, you don't. Because against Dallas, like... If Derek yeah. Lively, if Maxi Kleba is the five, then Scotty Barnes can be the five. Yep. Yeah. So it is an interesting give and take.
0: Well, we'll pay attention to that. That's a huge piece of news though, right now, for sure. Anything yeah. else for Toronto?
1: No, I've, I've got my eye on quickly, Pirtle, Barrett, and Barnes. But obviously, if Pirtle is out, Kelly Olynyk becomes a high-level priority for today. And then we start having conversations like, which value center is better, Andre Drummond or Kelly Olynyk, And which one do you not? Which one, if you play them both, I hope you like Luka Doncic, because now you don't have Nikola Jokic.
0: Yeah, fascinating spot for the Bulls, though. I mean, yeah. first of all, Drummond played almost 28 minutes off the bench yesterday, and now they're facing a, I, now, the, by the way, I took for for my underdog video. I took the under on Pra for Vooch. Nice. Uh, tried to take rebounds, but they didn't have rebounds.
1: Interesting. Do you
0: know what his rebound rate is in four games started alongside Drummond? But Probably you,
1: quite a bit lower than it normally is.
0: Josh, it's ten percent. That's crazy.
1: That's not good, man.
0: No, and two of those were against the Hornets.
1: Let me see so if those I can find it against the Hornets. So, yeah. And that's just the starts.
0: Those, So he started four games with Drummond. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Playing alongside Drummond, he has a yeah. 10% rebound rate. But in the four starts with Drummond, the rebounding has been pitiful.
1: Yeah, it's six boards per 100 possessions, which go. is, uh, I believe his normal rate is around 10 or 11.
0: Yeah, Yep. <laughs> And his normal rebound rate is closer to 20. Yeah. I think it's like 18.5% or something. So we'll get there. We'll get there. But that's a that's a really interesting spot today because Drummond's price has come back down significantly. Yeah. New Orleans and Indy, 239 total here. Pell's five-and-a-half-point road dogs against the Pacers. Pell's playing their second of a back-to-back, by the way. So... McCollum practiced Monday and then ended. We've seen, dude, I'm telling you, we've seen so much of this weird injury news lately. I don't know if it's just me, but I, okay, for one, usually when guys have an illness, they miss like a game in their back. We've seen guys missing three games in a row with illness. We've seen yeah. other guys practice for multiple straight days recently and still not be able to get on the floor. So I don't know. I put nothing past them today. I would assume McCollum plays given that he did practice Monday. He's another day removed from that injury. But as of now, we don't know. And we're not going to have an injury report until later in the day. It's a second of a back-to-back for Zion, although he played big minutes in the last second of a back-to-back. So I'm not particularly worried there, but uh, potentially a lot of moving parts here in this one.
1: It's really hard to talk about these guys because if everybody's in, I don't think they look very good, which is surprising given the matchup against the Pacers. But like we just talked about Toronto last night, huh? What?
0: Murphy went nuts last night.
1: Sure did. Um, Quickly, Pirtle, Barrett, Barnes. We just talked about those four guys for Toronto. I think all four of those guys look better than anything that exists for the Pelicans if everybody is in, and that becomes pretty tricky. Like, I've got Zion, relative to salary, like two points behind those dudes. So, the only guys you're looking at for the Pelicans are Ingram, McCollum, Jones, and Zion. If somebody ends up out, then we can boost those guys up a little bit. And I, then I start looking like the Toronto side. But as of right now, oddly enough, in basically the best spot on the slate, I find New Orleans to be very unappealing.
0: All right. So I know it's it's a Wednesday morning, but uh, we try and leave no stone unturned here and just cover all the bases in case you're not able to join us on uh, the deeper lo- dive of before lock. But in the event that McCollum sits and you've got Murphy 5,700... On DraftKings, 5,800 on FanDuel. Big minutes. I mean, 36, 37 minutes over his last two. Granted, I don't anticipate him shooting 64% from the field again, 55% from three on 11 attempts. But I mean, Murphy in this specific matchup would look pretty good.
1: Yeah. I mean, you get that guard forward eligibility. He immediately steps into I mean really anybody that's out for the Pelicans uh, immediately means Trey Murphy steps into the starting lineup yeah. and plays like 34 minutes. Um yeah, he's he'll he'll be a very good connecting piece. You know, he's generally in that 0.85 to 0.9 fantasy point per minute range. You give a little bit of a bump for this matchup because of pace and defense. He's going to look great if everybody's out. If he's in, if everybody's in, then you're probably not playing him at all. It's a very interesting dynamic for the Pelicans right now.
0: Do you think it helps him that Alvarado still suspended if McCollum's out?
1: Certainly. Yeah, and, and Dyson Daniels that. is out with a torn MCL, uh, yeah. or maybe it was meniscus.
0: And we saw that uptick in minutes over the t- past two games with McCollum and Alvarado out, the suspend, right? So
1: yeah, they don't they don't have too many other options really. They we got really big minutes out of Najee Marshall yesterday, which is uh, mildly weird.
0: McCollum, uh, last question: If McCollum's out, obviously Murphy, I think, sees the biggest bump. Yeah. But what about Williamson and Ingram? Because they're not
1: well, cheap incremental bumps, nothing too crazy. I think they start looking a lot like, you know, Scotty Barnes does and right. RJ Barrett does like that sort of a good, not great place.
0: Yeah. Murphy would be the the guy that starts to look like more of a priority.
1: Yeah. And like, if Zion happens to be the guy that's out, maybe you start sniffing around Joval at 6,400. If he can get like an extra two minutes or so, but nothing too crazy. Man, Tyrese Halliburton
0: some struggles recently and i mean relative to his skill set right and yeah. what we expect of him but uh last time out it's like he wasn't he wasn't even there he didn't even exist uh now you got him 2500 against the pels pascal siakam eight thousand dollars coming off a strong game in what some would call a revenge matchup which isn't because he played toronto like four games before that in toronto but uh is there any priority spots are there any priority spots at the top here between Halliburton and Siakam.
1: I have them dead even relative to salary uh, along with Miles Turner at 6,700, who looks like a completely reasonable center option in this spot, a guy that I've wanted to be the center for the Pelicans for like five years now. Uh, I don't have much else. Like this is a situation where I think Turner, Siakam and Halliburton look a lot like Ingram McCollum, and Zion, where they're like good, not great options. I think you can get a little bit of Jalen Smith if you want at 4K until we get more value, or even potentially roll the dice on a $3,500 OB Toppin, which certainly isn't going to feel good if you do it. But, you know, six game slate, 100,000 entries in the big contest it could be the way that you differentiate. I don't see priorities coming out of the Indiana Pacers. Like the highest ranked guy that I have for Indiana is Miles Turner for the slate. I rank him 31st. Really? Yeah. There's just like the Clippers are on another level. The bulls are on another level. Um, Minnesota Memphis, multiple guys ahead of them. I, I just don't see it.
0: It's tough. Yeah. The absence of Paul George against the Lakers, very reasonable price points on these guys. Yeah. Westbrook only played off the bench 18 minutes last game. That starts to look real interesting at the top for the Clippers.
1: Yeah. And like Norm Powell is going to be like 50, 60% owned. His yep. price didn't really move. Yep. And like for the Pacers, we've got Aaron Neesmith coming back. Potentially he's questionable. Doug McDermott is out. Like if Nismith is back, that's just another complicating factor for the Pacers in that it's just less minutes to go around to some of the other guys you could have gotten to.
0: Yeah, that that price point on Pal after a thirty-seven minute game with no Paul George.
1: Yeah, hard to not get there.
0: Yeah. Also, Pal played. Wait, hold on a second.
1: I'm holding. Maybe
0: pop. Pa- was that? I'm holding. I was going to say, is popcorn machine wrong or are these box scores wrong? How many minutes do you have Pal playing last game?
1: 37 Seven? or something like that 37.1 right?
0: okay popcorn machine was off i was just looking at the game flow there they have them at 27 which is not correct i don't believe
1: uh that would be 10 light just a bit no they have a 37 i'm looking at it right now you're looking at the wrong game um February. Oh, you're, 25th. Right, you're right.
0: You're right. I had two games pulled up. I went back to another one with Paul George off the floor. Good call. Yep, yeah, You're right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 37.
1: Yeah, it's like you... I know that they're not updated for yesterday's games, but other than that.
0: No, yeah. I had I pulled two of them up to see uh to see what the rotations looked like in the last one that
1: George missed. Sure.
0: Cleveland and Chicago.
1: You see the end of this one yesterday. Do you see See the end of Cleveland yesterday? No. Max Struce hit a 60 foot buzzer beater to win the game.
0: Did he? I mean, I haven't looked at anything from la- from last night.
1: Yeah. Uh Dallas got a bucket, went up one, I think, and then inbounded with two seconds to go, and Struce hit a runner from basically like the a little in front of the other foul line.
0: Or just a prayer.
1: Yeah. Buried it to win it.
0: I gotta go pull it up. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's good.
0: Jordan, what um do me a favor. You ran the Sims, right? Oh wait, actually, don't worry about it because we still need. Actually, yeah, go to. Is it? What's it look like? Can you talk to me, or do we need ownership on the site?
1: We don't need ownership.
0: You don't. That's. I just want to make sure it's good because we're generating our own pool owner uh, pool ex- exposure in this. Yeah. Or sorry, pool ownership. I I know. I wanted to see uh, Indiana real quick before we move on.
1: Guessing you don't have a. We don't have a lot on there.
0: Okay, that's it. And then um, for the Pell, well, the Pell's aren't as important right now because we're still waiting on that news. By the way, Josh, I don't know if you saw this tweet. We got a tweet from from Ben P, who always always hitting us up on Twitter. Just tweeted us right before the show started. I was a skeptic when I had to switch from my usual process to the stochastic Sims, but I'm officially all in. Chances if you're not a pro and not using this tool, you're paying the rake so he takes first in the mini max right and I think he only had 10 entries or like 15 entries first in the mini max for 500 uh third in the hot shot for 300 and then yeah 184 returned on $20 in the end one 327 uh in the in the hot shot $9 of entries 521 returned on $10 of entry in the mini max so uh, across the board, just essentially swept. I guess that'll create a believer out of anybody.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It p- puts you in a pretty good spot to be like, well, I guess I'm going to be using this tool a lot. Got to let you guys know everything's going great. We
0: talked about it yesterday that, like people, I, I think people think they might be priced out at times like, well, I'm not playing enough. Well now, you know, that's what a thousand, over a thousand dollars in wins on thirty nine. Like forty-six dollars of entries right there. Yeah. Running the sims. So I'll
1: cover it for a bit.
0: That'll do it. And the lineup generator's been doing the same thing. Uh, you guys already know. Our my DMs are open. Greg's done some tutorials. So you're not going into this just like head first without any guidance. But the truth is the tool's super easy to use. You go into the contest generator, you generate the the contest. Essentially, you're generating the field. I'm um, trying to mirror what the field is going to look like, what the lineups are going to look like in that field. And then you're simulating it, you know, tens of thousands of times the contest itself and getting the high, and then, okay, after it's simulated, how did all of these lineups do in these ten thousands or tens of thousands of simulations? And then we're just ranking them by simulated ROI. Uh, yep. I I, I would assume Josh to some people at first are like, well, I don't understand that. Um, When you think about, though, this is a process that people have been using for a while. It just wasn't mainstream. It does make a lot of sense if you have good projections and good ownership.
1: Yeah, it's really, it's as simple as this. Imagine knowing or assuming all of the lineups in a contest. The games get played. Everybody gets a fantasy score. You bank that. You know what the results are. You can save all of that information. You know each lineup's ROI. You know player ROIs, whatever. You just save that information. Then you clear it, you do it again. Randomize all those projections for the games, evaluate it, clear it, do it again, over and over and over again. Computationally, we can do that now very quickly um, with the Sims tool. So you can get an idea of how that game plays out and how those slates play out right in front of you with very granular data for every little piece of it, the lineup ROI, individual player ROIs, you can see your exposures for everything. It just gives you that next added benefit of just, it's not just optimizer. These guys project the best. It's these guys project the best. And here's how often you win when you have that setup.
0: For sure. And you can do ROI boost. So like if you wanted to boost your ROI on a certain player, it's not like, this is what I think people get. Like on Cruncher, you can hit the thumbs up, right? A couple of th- and then you can boost their projection. In this instance, the lineups are already there, right? Yeah. Because we're trying to simulate what the field is going to look like. What it does is it boosts the ROI of individual players and then it brings those lineups higher. So if you're not getting enough of a guy, like, look, I just want some of this guy and I'm not comfortable having 0%. Uh, Luca Doncic, Scotty Barnes, good examples, right? And then. Yeah. You, you bring them up, and then now you get some. But the lineups were already built. So they're already plus EV lineups. They're already positively simmed ROI lineups, and now you can play them. So it's not recreating lineups for you based on your own wild assumptions. It's taking lineups that already would have been good and moving them up. So, yep. yeah, you can use custom projections, ownership, all that stuff. Anyway, link's in the description if you ever want to check that out. Uh, it's in the chat. And lineup generator too. If you're looking for like a lower entry point to get started and then work your way up to the Sims after a few wins, lineup generator, be it one week of NBA or all access for all sports, check them out, guys. Everything's down there. And like I said, you ever have questions on any of the subs, subscriptions, memberships, my DMs are open on Twitter. All right, let's keep this one moving. Memphis and Minnesota. Memphis 12 point road dogs, two ten total, Josh. Two ten. Minnesota. I am
1: so over talking about the Memphis Grizzlies.
0: It's, it's got, and now Luke, Luke Kennard's out too. So, John Conchar, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Luke Kennard's out. John Conchar is doubtful. Pippen Jr. still out. I mean, look, considering it a hellscape, I think would be a fair way to describe this.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's so irritating. I'm tired of picking all of these random idiots that I don't know. They're not a fun team to roster. They're not a fun team to follow. They're not a fun team to watch. I mean, I, there are so many other words I could use to describe how uninteresting this entire team is. I have no idea who some like who's going to start today in Luke Kennard's place. None. Nope. Don't. No shot. No idea. No comp. We got like Utah to Nabi. Played the last time out. He played 22 minutes. Forgot he was on the team.
0: Dude, they Jake. have a sub 100 total. Yeah. They're 99 point implied total today against Minnesota.
1: Yeah, it's disgusting, dude. It's Six truly disgusting. Low.
0: Six and a it's... half points lower than the next lowest team, and that is the Bulls at 105 and a half.
1: <laughs> That's so bad. Like, what do we do with that?
0: I don't know. And honestly, 99 seems a little high.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, well, let's let's see who's out for Minnesota first. Maybe that's why it's as lofty as 99 and change. <laughs>
0: yeah. it's tough. Like, is it's brutal. Do you just do we just wait to see what these lineups look like? By the way, start time is 7 30 tonight. Tip off uh first game. So no seven o'clock games. So, yes, this is an eight o'clock game. But it's only 30 minutes after the first two games lock. We should, we should know what the starting lineups look yeah. like here. I, I'm not super concerned about that. But listen, you're even if you're getting somebody at a discount starting here. Nobody's is is anybody even discounted enough to love in this matchup? Because there's just been no. musical chairs for the past couple months. That all of their prices are kind of higher than they should be, even if they do start, because once in a while they do get extended minutes or do start because the whole team's been hurt.
1: Yeah, like the two guys you want to get to first are Triple J at 7,700 because he's the best player on the team and he has 30-plus percent usage and he's a $7,700 power forward. Terrible spot for him, honestly. And then Vince Williams because he's, you know, in any sort of competitive matchup, he's going to play 34, 35 minutes. I don't think either one of them look like priorities. I think if Jordan Goodwin starts, we start having a conversation about getting to him. He's like around a fantasy point per minute. He's 4K. But I think if he starts, he might only play like 22, 23 minutes. We gave him 23. He will look good. If you project him for anything north of 23, he will look like the best grizzly you can get to.
0: Do you listen to any of these Woj pods? Never. Yeah. So, George Nang jo- joins Woj on the Woj pod. I'm like, oh, let me get on that.
1: I normally don't listen to anything players say. Like, I don't really listen to player interviews in any situation. Like, even like to- if, if a player's on Zach Lowe's pod, like, even that I'm, I, like, generally don't listen to. I've
0: enjoyed J.J. Reddick's pod.
1: Well, to me, he's not a player. Well, you mean, like, when he has players on?
0: Mm-hmm. I enjoy it, but I, it's not like I'm taking anything... If, I'm, I'm just, I enjoy it because sometimes you get some great stories in there, you know?
1: I basically don't listen to those either.
0: Well, Reddick's just super charismatic so he can drive a podcast really well. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, he's,
1: I mean, he's exceptional.
0: Like he can get Kevin Durant to be like the most likable person on it with, for what it's worth. I like Kevin, I love Kevin Durant's personality, but a lot of people don't. Uh, You know, he'll, he can sit there and shoot the shit with Durant for two hours. And like, that was the greatest thing I've ever heard.
1: But by the way, I sent you the link to the Struce buzzer beater.
0: Okay, yeah, I'll pull it up.
1: Yeah, it's a tweet link, so you'll like you'll see the buzzer beater yeah, within uh, three seconds.
0: But I feel like Woj always has the most, like the most obscure players on there. Sometimes
1: I've, I've never even seen anything that he's ever done. If yeah. he doesn't show up as a tweet with news, I don't. I've I've never taken in anything that Woj has ever created. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, there's
0: nothing worse than like. i had to i had to take notifications off Rappaport because it was like by the way do i blame him for tweeting stuff that he finds interesting no it's his account do whatever the hell you want but i don't want to i don't want to look at that you know what i mean like the reason i follow you or have notifications on is for one reason and it's just give me football news or give me basketball news like i said do with your account what you please but I wish, you know what I was thinking, you know, Twitter has notifications for like, whether it's for media or all notifications or none. Yeah. They should have some type of, bless you, Jordan, they should have some type of thing for, for breaking news people and like beat reporters where you can just turn on notifications for player news.
1: Yeah, like they have to like tag it before they put it out, basically. Yeah, but that would
0: be cool. Yeah. It'd be helpful
1: at the yeah, very least.
0: Just, just like a tag or something that, that picks it up and then now you know what it is. Yeah. I'd be down for that. Yeah. Be pretty neat.
1: Pretty pretty neat.
0: I'll talk to Elon.
1: Have oh, you been Steve, watching
0: Curb? I was just gonna say, I gotta pick you know what I'm glad I'm is it bad or good?
1: I haven't been able to breathe watching the past oh, two episodes. Thank God you said Leon that. You is on saying, another man. level, man.
0: I think I'm actually going to wait till it's over and on Monday I'm just going to binge all the episodes.
1: The past two episodes have like crippled my stomach from laughing so hard. Leon,
0: it's one of my, one of my saying shows. ridiculous I'm, shit. Yeah, I have to. And Gillis now has. They're bringing tires. To, did you ever see? So pumped. Have you seen yeah. the pilot for that? Yeah, it's hilarious.
1: Yeah. I saw Schultz is a recurring character. Stavi's yeah. on it. That should yeah, be we're fun. We're back,
0: baby. We're back. We we may be turning a corner here in the in the year 2024. God, I hope so.
1: Had to happen right. eventually.
0: Minnesota. So Carl Anthony Towns didn't play yesterday for personal reasons. Hell, you and I thought it would be Gobert. Uh, that was not the case. We have yeah, so he,
1: one of his high school teammates, died.
0: Okay, so he should be there tonight. I don't know. No.
1: I don't know. That news came out relatively late in the afternoon yesterday. You put out an Instagram post about it. They play Memphis today. Like I could certainly see him taking ah, good point. Take in two good days.
0: Point. Didn't? Yep. Good point. Also, I thought and like bigger a than twelve thousand
1: people in his life have died over the past four years. So like maybe he needs a little bit of extra time.
0: Yeah, he's had a tough run of things. Huh?
1: Yeah. COVID ripped through his family.
0: Kyle Anderson probably doesn't play.
1: I would imagine he doesn't. Yeah, I didn't project him in either.
0: We have Gobert at 18%. McDaniels at 18%. Edwards at 18%. We do have Towns in right now, but, you know, again, that's a toss-up here.
1: I put Towns in. I took took, uh, Anderson out. Anderson out, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, for Towns, it's just like, who the hell knows? But I would not at all be surprised. Given what happened, I would not at all be surprised if he is not playing in this game. Like, this is not the type of game that they need him for. And if he like bounced, yes, like sure, he could be back in Minnesota for this one. But this feels like a situation where the team's like just take the day.
0: Yeah, it's, you're right. You're right. By the way, maybe maybe a,
1: not like with Anderson being hurt now, but
0: circling you know. back on Memphis real quick because we have ownership yeah. projections up now, and that got fixed.
1: Yeah, Goodwin. Goodwin
0: and Zaire Williams getting a lot of ownership actually today.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna try and run something so I can see how much I agree with that. I mean, the good one. One's real. Like we just, we have no idea if he starts and if those minutes are going to be real. Um, was a late scratch before the last one. Played twenty nine minutes on the fifteenth in his last game. Twenty four the game before that. It's the only two games that he's played with the Grizzlies. So like, we are running pretty blind here. They did sign him though, so who knows?
0: We'll see. Uh, and just to for those of you guys that joined us at the beginning or or now, uh, and one thing about ownership. Yeah, we have Luca at 10 for Dallas. Nobody else really getting much. Like 7 to Josh Green. Uh, we've got Jared Allen for Cleveland around 12%. Nobody else getting much. You had talked about Indy being unappealing. Yeah, nobody nobody north of 6% today for yep. Indy. Uh, and then who else did we talk about? New Orleans. Yeah. That one you have to wait on. Toronto's another one with the Yakup Pertle news that we'll wait on. Bruce Brown getting a little bit right now, but uh, yeah, figure we get that out there now that we're updated. Uh, sure. So, where do you want to go? Do you want to stay on Memphis here while you run this, see what you're getting, or talk Minnesota a little bit?
1: Uh, well, we can go to Minnesota. There's, I don't really have a ton that I'm waiting on on the Memphis side. Like it really is. We just kind of need to know if Jordan Goodwin is starting. If you feel better about it, I just finished off my run right now. So if I just quick favorite my top 150 and look at my exposures. Uh, lock Button Drummond, Lock Button Norm Powell. Uh, I did get to a bit of Santi or uh, about uh, a bit of Santi Aldama, a bit of Zaire Williams. Did not get nearly. I, I'm fading Jordan Goodwin at, and I gave him 23 minutes, so that one is a little bit lower. But I did get to Aldama and Zaire Williams.
0: Okay, and we'll see what type of value opens up throughout the day. I mean, that could clearly wipe some of this this Memphis value out. It sure can in a terrible matchup with a 99 point implied total. Was there anything else you wanted to hit on for Minnesota as we still wait on this news here with towns and
1: Anderson? Probably not like it's that news is just so important. All right, well, let's say this. Anthony Edwards rolled his ankle yesterday and came in and finished the game. I think he looks really good at 8,900 shooting guard, small forward projected for 18% ownership. Uh, That said, he's another guy that could very easily not play today, and it wouldn't be all that surprising. Like, I don't know what Minnesota's going to do. They do look really good in this spot in comparison to what they normally look like. Edwards, McDaniels, Towns, Conley, Monty Morris at 3,300, who picked up pretty sizable minutes yesterday with all these injuries. He played 27 minutes yesterday. Like, even if you give him 20, he's 3,300 and starts to become a really interesting value play. Nod's Reed could go from like not interesting to very interesting really quickly. Rudy Gobert looks solid. There's a lot going on for Minnesota. We just don't know what it is yet.
0: And I don't think it's unreasonable to say that there are real on a second of a back-to-back If this game is out of hand early. You could see some minutes chopped off the top of a lot of these top players. Sure can. Cleveland and Chicago. All right. So, The Cleveland Cavaliers, I mentioned this a minute ago because I thought we talked about them already and we did not. But uh, Jared Allen, 12% right now. This team is very, very low owned today. I'm not shocked by that, though, either. It's not like Chicago is a particularly good team, but this is one of the slower games that you're going to find. The Bulls play at the second lowest pace in basketball. So, you know, Cavs bottom 10 as well. Cleveland Cavaliers defensively are what second defensive rating second in defensive rating bulls are middle of the road but it's more so a pace thing here and everybody's healthy right now for the Cavs playing their second of a back-to-back we talked a lot about alan he's been what's up
1: i I accidentally pasted so I pasted my crunch into my sheet and all i i realized that i shouldn't have done that and i locked up all my shit
0: oh okay thought i misspoke i was going to allow you to correct me But yeah, Jared. Trust me, I'll
1: have no problem correcting you when you. I was I
0: was giving you the opportunity. Jared Allen's been a low for seven K price point, and he's been pretty good. Is this? I don't. This doesn't feel like the day where you load up on Jared Allen though, especially if we get Drummond starting again.
1: We got a lot of center interest for today. And while I had a lot of Jared Allen yesterday, I think it's a little bit harder to get a ton. He is my most exposed calf. Um, I don't really have anything else from Cleveland. I have 13% of Jared Allen. He's 13% owned or somewhere in that neighborhood, at least. Um, after that, like I don't really have Mitchell or LaVert or Struce or Garland. I did take the over on Darius Garland's points, rebounds and assists on prize picks today. If you haven't watched that video, you can try to go back to back with me. But yeah, Cleveland's just not all that appealing. This is a terrible spot. You know, uh, Chicago plays really slow um, and being on the back to back certainly doesn't help the Cavs at all. But I'm not overly enamored with Cleveland, nor should you be, because um, in case you didn't hear me, it's Cleveland
0: so we don't know if andre drummond's going to start but he has started games against bigger front courts namely cleveland and minnesota recently yeah um he is a great per minute player obviously not going to be quite as good if vooch is on the floor with him but at 5200 in the event that he starts and you're plugging him in for what 28 minutes I think that sounds reasonable.
1: Well, he's in 97% of my lineups right now, so you can figure out where I'm at.
0: Yep, that'll do it.
1: Assuming he starts, he's one of, if not the best play on the, probably the second best play on the slate behind Norm Powell. If he doesn't start, I still think he's very, very interesting on a six-game slate where you expect him to play some extra minutes alongside of Nikola Vucevic.
0: Also, Vooch has played more than 33 minutes and only one of eight back-to-backs this season. So there may just be more minutes there regardless. Yeah, that's a good point. So I don't, I mean, do we know for sure? Absolutely no. not. But even if he does, if he if Drummond doesn't start, so like let's do, what do you think his ownership would be? We have him around 46% ownership right now, 47, sorry. Yeah, What do you think his ownership would be if he doesn't start?
1: So here's the real problem. I don't think Alex Caruso is going to play today. He got hurt yesterday too. And then you're basically guaranteed to get Drummond starting if Caruso can't play.
0: because no Craig either.
1: Right. So that's kind of the most interesting thing to me because I think we almost have to get him now. And if that's the case, like, I don't even think we have to bother with it if we end up getting, like, we're not going to have to bother if Caruso gets ruled out. He's just going, like, Drummond is going to start at that point. I'd be shocked if he doesn't. But even if he doesn't start, I think you still have to give him, like, 24 minutes, at which point he looks good.
0: Yeah, he's a fantastic per-minute guy. Not a good matchup, but while it's not a good matchup, it's a matchup that you're going to get more minutes from him. Yeah, And also in our boom bust tool, also, you know, I mentioned like the the Sims and everything, but if you get the Sims, you're getting the boom bust and projections and ownership and and the Discord and everything on top of that. Just in case you were wondering, it's not just a standalone um, lineup simulator, it's everything. That's just kind of the the crown jewel. But in the boom bust tool, Andre Drummond, 53% optimal. 47 ownership we still have him positively leveraged at almost 50
1: percent ownership it's insane <laughs> he's right? so good he's fa- like from a fantasy perspective this dude is so good so
0: our exposure right now to andre drummond jordan what is that i can't what does that say is that a ni- 98.7 <laughs>
1: Uh, I got 97.3, so I got you. I, I didn't expect us to be reading off radio dials as his exposure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> would you allow this to, uh, like, would you be, would you run it out yeah. there? If if you ended with ninety-seven percent Drummond at the end, hundred percent.
1: Yep. Yeah. Wouldn't even bat an eye.
0: How could you, right? I mean, it's yeah. just.
1: By the you way, don't... I ended up getting to twenty-one percent of Luca at ten percent ownership. I didn't get Pelicans. I didn't get Pacers. I got a little bit of Bruce Brown. And then on the Dallas side, I got Luca just to put that out there.
0: What about the rest of Chicago? Cause in our Sims run right now, we're actually getting a good amount of, uh, as well
1: as am I um he's the other guy that I am getting here from Chicago 23 percent of my stuff he's 18 percent owned very happy to get to Kobe White get to get to get to DeRozan to get to Vooch I think all of those guys basically the normal starting lineup plus Drummond look pretty good today and this might look really crazy if we lose Caruso because then we might start talking about a $3,400 Javon Carter who's point guard shooting guard eligible, or you start talking about like maybe Dalen Terry is picking up a a pretty sizable chunk of playing time. He's 3,300 small forward only. So if we lose Caruso, we're going to get chalk drummond, but I think we're also going to get some sort of chalky ish value play from the bulls.
0: I'm with you, but I don't see the, I don't see the interest in Vooch in this spot.
1: This just the fact that he's power forward eligible is different now yeah i'm not saying he's a great play but like i think 10 percent owned 10 percent optimal is like the right rate for him today
0: i think we could put it this way if he was only center eligible he'd be virtually unplayable agreed yeah that's fa- that's a fair take for sure
1: yeah. being able el- to put him in a power forward just really yeah. changes the game up especially yeah. with all these cent- like especially with knowing we have drummond knowing we have Jokic, knowing that we might have kelly Olynyk, like being able to offload Vooch to power forward just creates a situation where you can actually play him.
0: Yeah. Knowing that Gobert may have no Karl-Anthony Towns, like there's a lot in there that,
1: that yeah. we... I mean, Gobert was questionable heading into yesterday. It's not out of the realm of possibility that we get no Gobert and Towns is back.
0: You're right. And Gobert played 39 minutes yesterday.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, so and, like, and... even then, now we're talking Nas Reed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. A yeah. lot of trickle-down effect today.
0: And as you pointed out, um, or as we both pointed out this game is like if there was ever a game to say, all right, take it, take a break. Yeah. This is kind of the one, right? Yeah. Nas Reed coming off a strong game, played 33 minutes yesterday in Carl Anthony Towns absence. So
1: there's we got a lot going on today for the six gamer. there's a lot of like, if this, then that going on.
0: It's kind of fun though. We should have a lot of this news. I'm not sure we'll have all of it. Um, LeBron's questionable, too, and this is the front end of a back-to-back for the Lakers.
1: He's not sitting the Clippers game.
0: You wouldn't think so. wonder who they play tomorrow.
1: I wonder where that information would be.
0: They play, yep, they got the Wizards tomorrow, so
1: there you go. I'll bet my life he plays this one and sits the next one.
0: (laughs) That would make a whole lot of sense. I mean, if
1: if he's sitting one of them, I don't know how you sit this one in your yeah, own we, it, like it's in your building
0: <laughs> yeah we don't know if he's gonna sit tomorrow or t- whatever but if he at did, least it's
1: in la it's in la tomorrow you should play both of them
0: yeah you would think so
1: a double home questioned. like obviously they're the road team but like a home and home back to back is not all that daunting
0: yeah and then good.
1: they've got the nuggets on saturday Homie's resting up against the whiz. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> now, now that we look a little deeper into this. Yeah, that,
1: that dude's going to get stem cells or something in his knee in yeah. the afternoon. Say, hey, guys, I got to go to Tijuana for the day.
0: Truthfully, if if we get props tomorrow morning, if we get props tomorrow morning without any news, that Le- and LeBron is like, and, and the props are still, you know, reflecting him being in, maybe some good overspots to hit on guys like Anthony Davis.
1: Yeah, because worst-case scenario, they're just, like, neutral plays. Worst-case scenario. Worst-case scenario, you just picked up, like, eight points of closing value.
0: Exactly. Wor- the worst-case scenario is that you placed a bet that you probably wouldn't have placed otherwise, but it's over time, you're probably just breaking even on just paying the VIG. So There's yeah. no
1: reason he should play tomorrow. If no, they I win know. tonight, any plays, I really don't think he's playing the Wizards tomorrow.
0: Wait, where is the Nuggets game?
1: uh la as well
0: okay i was gonna say if it's in denver then definitely not yeah what are you doing They're, with the King- they've
1: got a hell of a stretch coming up so they get that wizards game then it's nuggets thunder kings bucks wolves kings warriors wow that's There's no let up in any of that like i'm not a big kings fan or anything but like you can't just poo poo them either
0: well, they're not just going to – I mean, they just smoked – they just beat the, the Clippers by, like, 17 the other
1: day. I, they're my least – the Kings are my least favorite team in the league.
0: Yeah, but we know this one. They're not just going to – they're not a bad basketball team. They're not a team that I would place any money on in the postseason, but regular season Kings are pretty decent team, and they've been so healthy. They've
1: won five more games than their point differential explains. It's yeah. the number. It's the highest number in the league by one point two wins. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, you and I talked a lot about this last year in the playoffs, and yeah. remember they took a couple games from the Warriors early on, and everyone's like, "Oh, here we go, it's the Kings."
1: Nope. Darren Fox broke his finger. Th- things looked a little bit different there. It was yeah. weird.
0: Lakers. I, I'm, I'm just a story, very
1: right? huge, not a fan.
0: Speaking of the Kings, seven and a half point dogs in Denver today. Yeah. Two thirty. It's always tough playing here for sure. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is questionable, so this is one that we're going to have to play pretty close attention to. Yep. Aside from that, though, what are we doing with Sacramento today?
1: Not much. Eleven percent owned Fox is the high mark for Sacramento. You're heading into a team that's pretty good defensively and plays slow as shit. Uh, you know, obviously Sabonis does not get provide much resistance to Nikola Jokic on the opposite side. Um, I got to 7% of Fox, 8% of Monk, 7% of Keegan Murray. These guys are just like pretty unappealing in this matchup. One of the worst matchups on the slate just for an individual team. I don't mind getting to some of those guys. But if we lose Fox, Davion Mitchell's the flat 3K point guard shooting guard. It's pretty hard to be the flat 3K when you play every day. And he's been in the rotation. So we can certainly get to Davion Mitchell. Maybe we see some additional playing time go to Chris Duarte. He's 3,100 shooting guard, small forward. You immediately become more interested in someone like Malik Monk, even Kevin Herter to a degree. Like if Fox is out, Mitchell is the guy you go to immediately because of his salary, but it sort of opens up a little bit more for everybody else.
0: Nothing more enjoyable than playing Davian Mitchell. huh?
1: He's so bad too. 0.6 fantasy points per minute over the last 30 days. Like if you want to say he's a 0.65 guy, Give him 25 minutes, that's 16 and a quarter fantasy points, but that's still 5.4x his salary, and that might just be like not enough minutes as well. They also have Keon Ellis around, too.
0: i tell you something ridiculous, right? So he's played 533 minutes this year with Fox off the floor, obviously, right? Yeah, 0.61 DraftKings points per minute.
1: Yeah, I got him in for 0.64 for the game, so that feels pretty good. <laughs>
0: What feels good that you're close to where he's at, or that he that we're projecting him for 0.64 fantasy points per
1: minute? Both, I guess. Uh, unrelated to everything we're talking about, where do you stand on court storming in college basketball?
0: You know what? I honestly think it's a pretty bad idea. It is, and you would think me like being kind of cavalier about a lot of things, and I'd be like, no, I'm all. No, I think it's I think it's a pretty rough idea, honestly. I Yeah.
1: It's it it's be, a hard thing to defend other than like it's cool.
0: Yeah, it can be troublesome for sure. Yeah. I mean it is cool, but nah, I'm I, I don't think it's I don't think it's necessary.
1: At some point in time it will open them up to like somebody cold cocking a player or a player cold cocking a fan.
0: Which would result in a brawl.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're doing this in like conference games and stuff, like all it takes is one jerk off who got tuned up before the game.
0: There's this kid that goes around and um wears opposing, he's like I see him on like YouTube shorts and all the time, all the
1: time. Uh, I've seen this guy just be like a great game and they're just like
0: fuck you. Yeah, with those goofy <laughs> glasses that he wears. Yeah. But they're like, "Oh, kill you." Like these people are rowdy, they're tuned up, they've had some drinks.
1: Yeah. You got to pick the right games to do that, man. You do that right. shit in the Northeast and it is over, son.
0: Not good. Now, for what it's worth, I think, you know, your college football games uh, on the weekend are a little bit different than a, like a weekday college basketball game as far as college- yeah, you've been up since
1: 6 o'clock in the morning, drinking in the parking lot of that stadium. Exactly.
0: exactly. <laughs> so I think it's a little bit different. But still, uh, if, if if it were my vote, you know, and I, I had the last say on this, I would say, yeah, you can't storm the court
1: yeah I would I would get rid of it like it's embarrassing that Wake stormed the floor against Duke yeah. <laughs> they, they as a, they as a school and as their fans should be embarrassed that they stormed the floor
0: uh let me also just say though Peter said I've stormed the court a few times Jordan do me a favor and ban him please uh sure. now here, here's the thing and Helm said you all trip and they' uh they've been doing it for years and all of a sudden two kids flop during a storm and get hurt First of all,
1: Caitlin I, Clark did not flop when she got trucked. By the way,
0: let, well, let me just let me just say this: none of that even matters. Yeah. To no. Peter, to Peter's point, I think it'd be super fun. Like, I would if if it were yeah. me, and everyone's storming the court, and you're allowed to do it. I'm storming the court. Like, I'm. Likewise. I'm not sta- I'm not going to sit down and you know row ten C and be like, look at them. They look like they're having a great time. You have
1: no business running on the floor of that event. It's, that's it's that simple. But
0: if everyone like I'm saying if, if people are storming the court and you're allowed to do it. Yeah, I'm doing it. All I'm yeah. saying is I don't think you should be allowed to do it.
1: No, you there's there's no upside to that experience for the institution, the leagues, whatever. Like you used to be able to do it in the NBA. They had to ban it. Yeah, this was a thing that used to happen at the end of finals games and things in the NBA and they had to be like, nope, Well, you want to talk about like,
0: and you have PJ Tucker out there at the end of a game seven after losing, and someone steps (laughs) on his toe, he's killing it. So it's like there's no chance PJ Tucker or like a a, Draymond, Draymond, one of the Morris brothers. Yeah, (laughs) there's just there's just no way they're holding back.
1: No, but I, I blame Wake Forest. I blame Wake Forest. They are a clown school. Who stormed the floor while they were the favorites in the game? How embarrassing can that be that you attach so much weight to something that you were supposed to do when you showed up at the game that day? Clowns. Clowns.
0: Helm said, said, This is actually crazy. There's no way you guys are on that side.
1: Duke's never storming the floor. They're never underdogs like that at their own court.
0: I'm on the side, man, because I, I think it's unnecessary. However, like Ooh,
1: I said... going through shoot-around.
0: Oh, okay. By the way, Helms and everybody else, not something I'm losing sleep over, I can assure you of that much. I don't care one way or another. But no. I just, if you asked me, which Josh did, I'd say no.
1: Yeah, to anyway, me it's just, there's no upside. We're long past it.
0: To think that storming the court at an, an NBA game wouldn't turn eventually deadly. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly insane. why they had to get rid
1: of it. Well, they they had to stop it in the in the early '80s because all these guys were coked out of their minds while they were playing too.
0: Yeah, looking for fights. Yeah, literally yeah, just, looking. For there's just there's
1: no upside. Uh, don't get me like I like like you said. I would love to do it. Yeah, but I don't and think said, anybody should do it.
0: That's it. Yeah. I think that's a you know what I think that's a pretty rational, mature, and calculated response. Yeah
1: helms i bet there's been way more injuries in court stormings than we know of too like surely people get trampled and get cut and right like, like
0: nobody gives a shit about the sophomore psychology major that tours acl that's not making
1: news yeah like how often does somebody trip the first time they step down the bleachers and then just get stampeded before they get the fuck out of there
0: yeah yeah get rid of that pr pull them yeah. out scrape them off the floor and toss them outside
1: Yeah, we just we didn't have as good enough video for thirty years of this to have like a ton of ammo. Now we have every angle, thirty-seven thousand cell phone cameras recording it. Like something happens, you're gonna find it now.
0: Mm -hmm. As is the case with everything. Yeah. Do we have priorities for Sacramento? No. So it's just a brutal spot, man. I think that the highest optimal is De'Aaron Fox, 11%, 11% owned for what it's worth, like him and Malik Monk, these guys, uh, even Keegan Murray, they all look fine as, you know, filler pieces, but nobody yeah. stands out as a great play.
1: Completely agree. Nick A said pepper spray was used in copious amounts at West Virginia to protect the goalpost when I went there. It was amazing. Dude, getting pepper sprayed would be fun as hell if you in the football field.
0: Bro, I saw this video where these parents signed a waiver to allow their high school students to get pepper sprayed as a demonstration by like an officer, and they lined them up against the wall outside, and one by one, he went down the line and hit them all with pepper spray.
1: I would have done they're it.
0: They're all like, <laughs> yeah.
1: "Would you have I'm done dying. it?" What? Would you have done it?
0: Uh,
1: I know okay, my parents so would have signed the paper. Let me. <laughs> what'd you say? I know my parents would have signed the paper. Mine
0: too, dude, my dad would have looked at me and goes, you're an idiot and signed it for sure. Uh, You'd be
1: like, can I come?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, if if this was, so would I have volunteered for it? No, but let's say you and I are in school together and you're like, that would have been a good all-star bet, by the way.
1: Uh, no, but now I don't I don't want to do it now. No, if you
0: were like, Yo, I dare you to sign up for that. There's no way I'd be like, no, I, I won't. I I would do it for
1: sure it'll be like uh it'll be like the hangover getting tased <laughs>
0: <laughs> except that was so they didn't go to jail
1: yeah denver certainly would would certainly get tased and not go to jail
0: nikola jokic 15% i mentioned it earlier uh, luka doncic ownership was around 10 so we are getting more towards uh, jokic a lot of good center options today as you mentioned some of them are power forward center eligible but um Again, this is one of those teams where there's no real positive leverage out there, but it's still, you know, a respectable 230 total game. So Jamal Murray, Jokic, those two guys getting a little bit of – even Peyton Watson getting uh, 11.5% ownership.
1: So I'm getting to 29% Jokic. Very happy to get to that 11.7 big man. So um, I'm 2Xing Jokic. A little over on Murray, a little over on Peyton Watson. That value looks pretty good at 3,500. Not a ton that we get here. Uh, It is a good spot for Denver, uh, Sacramento 20th in defense, 10th in pace. We just don't have like, because everybody's in like they normally are, and we don't have like long-term bouts of people being out. On a day like today, it's really hard to have someone be this like runaway type play, the way that we're going to get when we talk about Norm Powell in a second. But as I look at this right now, I want to pay up for Jokic. I prefer Jokic to Luka tonight. However, I think it's going to be a lot easier to roster Luka because we just have so much nonsense going on at center.
0: Let's wrap this one up with Lakers and Clippers. Clippers a very interesting spot tonight. Paul George sidelined again. Uh, before we do, I urge everyone to go check out your prize picks video. Of course. I do too. Uh, if, it, if you like money, do it. Can we Can we get some insight? inside information into what you're doing here on on Prize Picks today sponsor of the show first match deposit bonus 100% matched up to 100 bucks and I forget to mention this sometimes you get a free month of odd shopper a $50 value like free month of the entire site
1: I didn't mention it for 2 months cuz I didn't know that
0: I always forget <laughs> always it, a free month of everything we have on odd shopper like all of the prize picks and daily fantasy optimizer. So like pick you know, underdog prize pick sleep, all of those, the optimizers that build out lineups for you also all of the best plus EV spots for all of those, the expert picks. And if you're in a legal sports betting state, you're getting all of the other tools and plus EV plays as well. Plus the premium discord, which is uh, which is just a huge group of people that love this shit as much as we do. So yeah. yeah, man. Uh, not only 100% first match deposit bonus, but the entire month of Odd Shopper, which is our entire betting side, much like Stochastic is for DFS. Check it out. It links in the description and in chat.
1: Darius Garland, more than 23.5 points, rebounds, and assists. RJ Barrett, less than 31.5 points, rebounds, and assists. I okay. love the Garland play.
0: What is it? Uh, what was the Garland play again?
1: 23.5 PRA. Over? Yeah. Okay. I love it. Vuch- I look at that one and I said it in the video. Would you be surprised if Dar- Darius Garland scored 24 points today? No. Real points.
0: No. No, that's a good number. And then
1: you don't sure. need anything else. Like, that's not a massive scoring day and that wins immediately.
0: I was going to give you my Vooch under 32 and a half PRA, but they already dropped it. Uh, and over on, over on Underdog, they already pulled it. Okay. Vooch, less than 10 rebounds, though. I, I'll have to look a little bit more into that. But the, the, the tricky thing here is if Drummond doesn't start, then these look a lot different. But yeah. we're on the right track, given that we're already seeing these numbers come down from where they were earlier in the day when I talked about them. Uh, Vooch takes, as you know, a massive, massive hit if Drummond starts alongside of him. Rebound rate from 18 to 10%. Not, I'm Not not joking when I say this, Josh. It might be the most impactful drop in a rebound rate, like in a rate among any player from one guy starting to the next to not.
1: I feel like it's the most dramatic one I've ever seen. Right.
0: 18 to 10 is nuts. It's almost half of his rebound rate just disappears.
1: It's nuts. It's nuts.
0: Anyway, check it out, guys. 100% first match deposit up to 100. So if you put in 100, you got 200. Put in 50, you got 100. And a free month of everything on Odd Shopper to help you win more money over on prize picks, and wherever else you play as well. Lakers and Clippers, we got the Lakers right now, 24% going to LeBron. You and I worked through this a moment ago. I think we're both on the same page, that he should be active today despite the Q tag. Correct. AD getting 13%. But yeah, LeBron's down to 9,100, small forward, power forward eligible.
1: He's also up to 30% ownership in my lineups right now. Uh, yeah. Looks really good to me if he is in just because... There's not much else to get to from the Lakers. Uh, It's a price point that's like a little bit better than getting all the way up to Jokic or to Doncic. I'm also getting to 13% AD, so I'm like right in line with the field there, but it's the rest of the Lakers. You really can't, like 5% Austin Reeves is the high mark. We're getting Cam Reddish back. There's not that much interesting here, but for the first time in a while, I don't even have LeBron projected in a way that I think is great. We have him at 49 fantasy points. I have him at 46, and I'm still getting 30% of him. So sign me up for some LeBron James.
0: You know, it's the cheapest he's been in over a month.
1: I said this yesterday. Um was oh, curious your thought here. Is he gonna play to least like Tom Brady and just be like 46 and be this like 23, 24 minute a game guy down the line, fully manage the game? Like He'd be one of the best point guards in the league, even at that age, because his passing level and height is just so unassailable.
0: Yeah, those are good points. Look, she's this time next year, right? Well, actually, uh, by the start of 2025, because his birthday is December 30th, Yeah, he will be 40 years old. Yeah. He'll be 40 Mm -hmm. He is still one of the best players in basketball. The question top 15
1: player. And he's going to make, he's going to make the all NBA team this year. The
0: question question now becomes like how precipitous is the drop-off when it happens? Yeah. Because if it's just a huge drop-off and he goes, you know what? It's time to hang it up. And you look back on the entirety of his career and it's just amazing season after amazing season. He might just go, all right, I'm 42 years old now. I don't need to keep doing this. But if it's kind of more of a slow decline, where each year he's not quite as good, he's no longer the best player in the league, but literally every team would love to have him starting and playing 35 minutes per game, then, yeah, he could go another half a decade. Dude, at this pace, here's the thing. At this pace, I can't even say half a decade. I can't say – because he hasn't slowed down. He's almost 40, and he's playing – Better he's, than almost he's, anyone. He's just not was.
1: that age, for real.
0: Exactly, exactly, and that's the adrenochrome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, he's taking stuff that we don't know of that is like. I think he's like thirty-three in real life, right? Like this is where we we would have used to see him. Like this is, would be him tailing off. He's not. He's tailing off to like his previous standard, but I think he's going to be able to go out there and just like manage a game for half of the game for years?
0: Maybe there would have been more longevity here if we could guarantee that his son would be a decent NBA player too.
1: I think he might still be an okay NBA player. but You think so? Not the way that people think he'll be. Yeah. Like, who's better, Mike Conley right now or LeBron James in four years?
0: LeBron James in four years.
1: Mike Conley is like a, they just gave him an extension and want him to be the point guard of this, the number one seeded Timberwolves.
0: If you could ask me, and by the way, Mike Conley has been a great player in this league for a long time, particularly for how he affects teams, maybe not as much on the stat sheet, but he's great, right? Yeah. Like he's a guy that anyone would want on their team in some capacity. No doubt. But if you told me, like, we don't know what LeBron's going to look like in four years, but you can take him in four four years, you could take that four years from now version of LeBron or you can take Mike Conley right now, but I'm not telling you what LeBron looks like in four years. I don't bat an eye before answering LeBron James because the ceiling there is potentially so much higher than current Mike Conley.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Like he'll fit. He'll be like, it's, I just, I love everybody. I've started really thinking about how long his career can actually go if he wants it to.
0: Over, under five and a half seasons, not including this one under you think so?
1: I think the answer is under, I think he's live to do it. What we really have to do is dodge the Kobe torn Achilles type injury.
0: Yeah. But I think that this could end up being the reason it's so tough is because either he falls off very quickly. And I just don't think that's,
1: I don't think that's possible
0: totally totally different sport tom brady fell off quick right like tom brady i mean he won a super bowl at 46 didn't he no 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 but he had no no, that's not what i mean forget about it like don't look at it like don't look at it like that look at it like the year that he fell off was very noticeable compared to the others forget about the age that it happened i'm saying when he fell off it was noticeable right yeah Will LeBron fall off noticeably or will it be just a slow decline? Because if it's, if he falls off quickly, I would think he'd just be like, I'm hanging it up.
1: It's it's only in an athleticism thing. Like he will unequivocally be an incredible court mind, no matter what is happening. Like as an assist guy getting out there and just diming people up. Like if, like, think about what Chris Paul is now, who's not much of an offensive threat. Like LeBron will be able to do that better than him. And, and what I'm saying because though, of is his size. He- for sure. What the I'm shooting, like a, shooting won't go anywhere, really. It's just going to be, like, does he have the ability to not explode when he does? Things?
0: Exactly. Yeah. And if that goes away and he's like, I can't get to the rim anymore, you know, okay. I can't go coast to coast, does he say, oh, I'll play as a, a playmaker, facilitator for four years, or just like, you know what, I'm going to watch from home? We'll see. Anyway. Anything else from the Lakers? Then we wrap it up with this very interesting Clippers team today.
1: Nothing for the Lakers.
0: All right. Well, Kawhi Leonard is only twenty percent owned, but I don't think anyone's going to make an argument against that. Westbrook is twenty-one. Zubat's twenty-three percent owned. Harden twenty-nine at eighty-four hundred. Norman Powell, you called it sixty-one percent owned, coming off thirty-seven minutes in his last game. No Paul George. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really know how you get away from something like that.
1: You don't. I have 91% of Norm Powell, 4,800 shooting guard small forward. We gave him 34 and a half minutes. I went 33. It like really just doesn't matter how you project him. He's the best dude on today's slate. It's the best position. It's the best price. It's the best everything. But I don't stop there. I've got 50% of Harden, 20% of Kawhi, 30% of Russ. 20% of Zubots. I have some Terrence man, like every single piece of the Clippers that plays real minutes. That isn't Amir Coffey coffee looks great today because that's what it, that's what happens when you remove Paul George from the equation, not to mention pace up spot for the Clippers. Lakers are eighth in pace. Their defense is average at best. You're just going to have to have a lot of the Clippers tonight. And I don't like, I don't see a bad part of that at all. I want these dudes in my lineups.
0: Yeah. It's it's a great spot across the board. I don't really think that any of uh, and, and actually Jordan, do me a favor real quick before we go, because we have a ton of Norm Powell, Harden, Westbrook. We're getting twenty plus percent of five of these guys. Can you go to lineups in the in the lineup simulator and just Josh? I just want to see what some of these top lineups look like. These highest Simdari lineups look like. Sure. So, like, all right. Here's your first one that we have obviously drummond and Powell, because we're getting a ton of them but we have three clippers in that one no surprise we have two clippers in the next one we have three four clippers in the third highest roi Simd roi lineup i'll just do the top five and then four again and two so that's a ton of Clippers in all of these lineups that are coming up really, really nice early in the day.
1: It's They're, they're going to be there the entire time. They're going to be very, very, very hard to get away from.
0: Yeah. By the way, um, comment from Jez and Tom Brady was still a top 15 quarterback when he retired. No A.B. and no Gronk in his last season. First of all, top 15 in this league doesn't even mean anything anymore. It's either like you're top five or you're not yeah. good. Uh, I'm, yeah, yeah. it's slight hyperbole, but sure. he said no AB and no Gronk. Yeah, but it's not like he didn't have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Sure, they didn't have great blocking. They didn't have a good run game. I'll give you that for sure. But I don't think anybody can look at Tom Brady in that final season of his career and not be like, hey, he's not the same guy. How many times in New England did we see Tom Brady take teams with with you know pedestrian pass catchers and that's putting it lightly. Yeah. And, and take them to the Super Bowl or deep into the playoffs, you know? Like he, he fell off. That's he okay. Did.
1: Yeah, he, he's 46 years old. Like could he have come back? Probably. And been he could have. fine. He still
0: threw, he still threw for 4700 yards. I'm just saying anybody that watched Tom Brady in that last season was going, Yeah, something's wrong here. They finished eight and nine. It's just it was his time. Yeah. You're right. He could have returned, and there's plenty of teams that still would have taken
1: him, by the way. Lots of teams would have been like, Yep, in. What can but we do from here? From
0: Tom Brady's peak to that, there was a very, very, very noticeable difference, you know.
1: There certainly was.
0: The year before that. He threw for 43 or 5,300 yards, Josh, and 43 touchdowns.
1: That's it's that's nuts. He Well, you know, like whatever he was putting in his body or whatever those little kisses from his son gives him, it was working.
0: Yep. Kingmaker, you're wrong about the Brady assessment. It's okay to admit you're wrong. I know, but I will not admit to it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> What's up? I'm just laughing at you being like, no, I won't yeah. admit it.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to admit to it. It's 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 silly to admit to that. He clearly wasn't good in his last season, and it was pretty evident. But yeah. we can agree to disagree. Appreciate you guys hanging out as always. Follow Josh at Josh Ingeman. Mia Lafayette underscore D over on the Twitters. Deeper dive. Live before Lot coming up later tonight little playback action. Be sure to join us on playback. Link's down there. It's all free. The app's sweet. Everything's awesome. We'll watch the games together in real time. Give out some subscriptions. Give out some VIP passes. So if you don't have NBA League Pass, you can watch with us. And we'll see you back here tomorrow morning for the next one. Peace.